Greetings! Welcome to Film Gazers, a podcast focusing on the science fiction, horror, fantasy, trinity, and 20th century entertainment. I'm Steph. I'm Jess. We're cousins slash besties. Join us as we reminisce, discuss, and review films from our childhood. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, meowdy. Meowdy. Gonna start off with uh, magnets, technical difficulties. <laughs> I was trying to get them cut on Thursday, and I don't know, something's going on with my file. Like, something's not working. I spent like an hour and a half fiddling. 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 <laughs> fiddling around with it, trying to fix it. Yeah, no luck. I gotta figure out what happened. And, uh, yeah, so... I'm going to start off with the disappointing news first. Bad <laughs> <laughs> news first, always. Um, and, and then we have, yeah, and then we're going to have a super happy note because I did make a um, like networking connection on Instagram and woo woo woo. It's with another podcast, and uh, we're kind of doing like a promo exchange. Um, it's called Let's Talk Turkeys. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, we're going to take a moment to play their ad real quick. So, here it is. The Let's Talk Turkeys promo. Hello, everyone out there in podcast land. I'm Movie Miss, one of the co-hosts of the great podcast about bad movies called Let's Talk Turkeys. Where you'll find our format is a bit different than the other talking head programs you're used to. I'm a Gen Xer. My co-host is a millennial. So we're usually on the same page, but we do occasionally agree to disagree. And we always have a good laugh. Join us as we cover the good, the bad, and the ugly of cinema. You can find us on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you find quality podcasts. So please give them a listen, and they will be um, also playing our promo. Um, I believe they said on an episode they're going to have in November, uh, so coming up soon as well. Um, So yeah, very exciting. We had just talked about in the last few about how we're like really excited and happy to be like talking to other podcasters Mm -hmm. and... Um, yeah, making connections. (laughs) (laughs) Alliances. Uh, Yes, alliances. (laughs) So we're going to be finishing out spooky season with Swamp Thing. We're doing 80s creature features. Mm -hmm. We uh, did Pumpkinhead. Which we thoroughly. Sarah. (laughs) Lee enjoyed. (laughs) Yep. And November is going to bring us Friendsgiving. And we did finally commit to the titles that we're going to do with this theme. Uh, Thelma and Louise. Yep. The ultimate. Mm -hmm. Another Gina Davis flick as well. This will be our second. Um, I think it will be our first Susan Sarandon movie. Mm. And uh, Probably. Icons. Mm-hmm. And then we'll round out uh, Friendsgiving with Romy and Michelle's High School Reunion. Yes. Um, another, both of these movies childhood are faves. childhood favorites. Um, both of them are about just such strong female friendships. Mm-hmm. And the links that you will go to for that that person. Yes. Um, I think. You don't need no man in your life. <laughs> yeah. If you got your bestie. <laughs> One. Hundo. <laughs> Even though I am happily married. Yes. <laughs> no biggie. No biggie. He gets I'm just it. saying you don't need it. <laughs> yeah, he's <laughs> you have it because you want it. 
So I'm really looking forward to November's watches. Think that'll be a lot of fun. Um, both of them I still have watched within the last decade for sure. I know that much. Mm-hmm. So what you've been watching? What you've been up to? So I have the most exciting news ever. Oh, for me. Oh, what is it? Um, we clicked on the TVs last night. Mm-hmm. Found ourselves something to watch. And on Paramount Plus was the premiere of the new Frasier. <laughs> I thought I saw something about was some like, kind of... <gasps> yeah, and I knew I was like, Jessica's going to flip. Yes, I did. And it was amazing. It's you liked still, it? Yes. It still had the same, like my mom said, this is what my mom said, the same je ne sais quoi. <laughs> A very Frasier fan thing to say, I feel like, as the first. And I was like, yes, it does. And the only original character that came back as of the first two episodes was Frasier. Oh, crazy. Um, But it still had it. Like, it still had that magic. So the new cast or whoever they have in it was able to to still bring those, that Frasier. quality. Yeah. That Frasier quality That Frasier quality. Yes. I was like, I approve. And I, it had me laughing like the whole way. Nice. Nice. Um, yeah, I loved it. And it's on Paramount Plus. Okay. I have that. So yeah, I'll have to check it out. I'm pretty sure Andrew liked Frasier. I don't think it was his favorite, but I think he did. Like, mm. you know, like it. That's one of my... Comp- I feel like you can't not like it, right? Well, right. Like, yeah, I mean, I guess some people will be like, oh, Frasier's annoying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's his child. <laughs> that's what makes him so funny. It's true. But yeah, it's one of my comfort shows. Yeah. I've watched the whole series several what is it? times. You uh, really into the tossed salad and scratch. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Stephanie's husband, I was like, no, sir, you are wrong about those lyrics. And I sang the song, and then we looked it up, and he was like, damn, you're right. Like, mm-hmm, I know. Me some Frasier. And they updated the song, but it was still him singing. Yeah. It was, nah, it was Oh, Kelsey perfect. Grammer. They still had the same, like, you know, the, how they named each, like, sequence. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know, I just loved it. Nice. Loved it. Good. I highly recommend. Um, I also forgot to mention the last episode that I did start my spooky season watching with the adventures of Ichabod and Mr. Toad. Nice. Always a classic. I remember always watching that at your house when Mm -hmm. I was visiting like in October anytime. Like that was what we watched. We watched that one in Garfield's Halloween, Mm -hmm. I think. Yeah. And I did find um just the one specific song on youtube from the movie it was just a clip from the movie uh, which movie of what should i be oh yeah, uh, yeah for yeah. the garfield uh, halloween <laughs> and oh my god i still know every single line what should i be <laughs> yes there's so many sad <laughs> and it was still watching like how they drew garfield and everything i don't know it was yeah like really like Core memory. Oh man, yes, super <laughs> core memory. So, yeah, yep, I kind of watched that to kick off spooky season. I mean, like, all of it's good. I remember the. <laughs> yeah, that one was really good too. Yeah, it was spooky. Like, a whole fucking like the choir was in it. Yeah, like, yeah, the ghosts were spooky. I mean, we were hyping up Ichabod and Mr. Toad, Garfield Halloween. For you sure. want to go hard on some animated spooky season. Yeah. Those are what you want to kick off with. Because Ichabod was spooky. Mm-hmm. 
That one was when he's walking home. I mean, with his horse, and it's like... Oh, I love everything about that one. Yeah. Like, I, the illustration is top-notch for me. Mr. Like, Toad everything. is as oh, well. Oh, yeah, definitely. Adorable. So nice. So, yeah, you've really been honing in on, a, like, nos- fall and nostalgia. Exactly. <laughs> and, of course, I watched Nightmare Before Christmas, because I always watch it for Halloween. Hell yeah. And, and for Christmas. Christmas. <laughs> and you're like, it's a twofer. It's a twofer. <laughs> and then you're still doing Gilmore Girls, too, huh? Yep, still watching Gilmore Girls. Nice. And then I think that's about it. Yeah, I've been staying real. Yeah, cozy. It sounds like you're doing very cozy, nostalgic cozy, autumn. Yep. I finally decorated my entry table. Nice. Um, Getting your Martha Stewart on. Well, that's the only uh, place that's decorations safe from cats that I had. And yes, and that was safe from cats. <laughs> and it was not safe, turns out, because they. <laughs> Broke my little ghosty candy dish. Oh, no. Poor ghosty. It was ceramic. Oh, that sucks. And, yeah, I, it had been two days that it had been up there. <laughs> Never usually do they get up there. They're like, oh, you have something ceramic and nice? I'm yeah, going to ruin it. I'm going to ruin it. I'm going to ruin it. I'm going to it. It's going to it. So, yeah. Say lovey. <laughs> <laughs> Going with um, the French theme today. Yeah, there we go. For for Swamp Thing. For Swamp Thing. A little, a little French Cajun vibes. How about yeah. that? There we go. Well, Louisiana. I, I would say let the good times roll in French, but I can never I can never say that right. Um, how, how the something it? bon. I they yeah. would yeah. I'm not gonna say it because I the Cajuns would You'd be insulted. Fuck it up too yeah, much. I would fuck it up way too much. <laughs> um, yeah, we're still in Dragon Ball. I think I'm now like. I think it was like 40 episodes out, maybe. Like, I'm getting mm-hmm. real close. Light at the end of the Yeah, time. yeah. But shit's getting, like, serious and stuff. So, I've really been still enjoying it. Like, you're like, oh, what's going to happen? And Gohan, the fucking man. He's my man. Oh, I love Gohan. <laughs> one of my favorite characters. Um, Piccolo's still cool, but he does take a back seat pretty quickly. So, you know, you're just not going to... He's not, like, a big fighter. He's not as strong as everyone else. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm just, I'm digging it. Still digging it. Still wondering how they're going to defeat Majin Buu. Uh, it's, it's gripping. And it's I am <laughs> not going to know what to do with myself when it's over. <laughs> you're, gonna, you're like, I'm going to go into a deep, deep depression. <laughs> Dragon Ball depression. <laughs> a dark place. So. Um, or you can do what I do. And just restart it as soon as you finish. <laughs> because I've also kind of done that with only murders. Oh, yeah. Oh, because you finished it and now you restarted it. <laughs> I restarted it. Nice. Like, I don't want it to end. Also, it turns out I cannot fall asleep on the couch because my right hip and knee <laughs> don't let you hurt anymore. so bad for days afterwards. Oh, no. I was like, nope, can't do that again. Tis, tis. I'm at that age. So yeah, we finished uh, our book club book. So I've been reading a little bit. I've like I'm almost now finished with fucking chocolate. It's taken me like a year. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm about slow to knock that out, slow and steady. And then we're gonna be starting um, Insomnia uh, by Stephen King. Um, Is that the one that had pick. Robin Williams in it? The movie? Yeah, Pacino, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. and okay. uh, Andrew loves it. I think it's one of his favorite Stephen King books. Maybe. Well, maybe I don't know. Maybe that's going too far. I just know he wanted to read it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna he likes it enough to want to read it. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, we've been playing some Baldur's Gate 3. So, getting the video game on. It is really good. It's so well done. Mm-hmm. Um, it is, like, just really playing, like, a real Dungeons and Dragons game. You know what I mean? Like, but okay. you're really, you can see it. You know, you're in there. I'm running around. I'm helping fucking mushroom people. I'm killing tons of things everywhere. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's pretty cool. It's fun. So, we only did one movie night because we've been reading and playing our video games. <laughs> so, we watched Scary Movie uh, for our spooky season. Um, it's just something different. We had had, like, a late night uh there was a whole, like, wrong address on our dinner delivery, like, fiasco. Um, but I was like, eh, we'll do Scary Movie, you know, that way. Something easy to watch. Anna Ferris is a gem. Like, mm-hmm. she does physical comedy so well. That was probably the, the best parts that held up for me. Um, but two is definitely funnier. Andrew and I both agreed that we probably do, like, two more. Mm-hmm. Um, but the first one was still, you know, kicked off. A whole kind of revival of the parody, yeah. you know. Like uh, I was always a fan of like Hot Shots, you know, because yes, <laughs> I love the Hot, hot Shot shots parodies part two, which is also I think the, my favorite. Yeah, yes. it's so weird how sometimes parodies the second one's better. Yeah, because it's like they, they find get their, their groove. groove. Yeah. yeah, so I just thought that was funny. Like airplane too. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Naked Gun and then Naked Gun two. Two and, and a half or two and a half and three quarters or something like <laughs> I don't know. I think it's two and a half or something. It was yeah. something funny. But yeah, so it's so funny how that works out. Leslie Nielsen. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, so that's what we've been up to. Uh, in this episode, we watched 1982's Swamp Thing. You make my heart sing. <laughs> it was directed and written by Wes Craven. It was based on Swamp Thing, which was a DC uh, Vertigo comic uh, by Lynn um, Wine and Bernie Wrightson. It was produced by Benjamin Melnicker and Michael E. Uslin. I'm going to just take a guess on that one. It was starring uh, Louis Jordan as Arcane, um, Adrian Barbo as Alice, Dick Duroc. A small thing. <laughs> Ray Wise as Dr. Alec Haldwin, human form. <laughs> right. Uh, Nicholas Worth was Bruno. David Hess was Ferret. And then we have Reggie Batts as Jude. Cinematography was by Robbie Greenberg. It was edited by Richard Bracken. The music by Harry Manfredini. <laughs> the color process. Technicolor. It was released February 19th, 1982. Seems like a weird release date. Running time is 91 minutes, U.S. theatrical version. 93 minutes, uncut international version. Um, the budget was two and a half million. Did you say the name of the production company? It was Small Films. <laughs> <laughs> That's odd. <laughs> you only make Swamp Films? <laughs> I didn't look into that. I'm sure it's a reason. I think maybe even... I don't know. I have no idea. I didn't go that far just into that. just thought that was funny. So, if the bad guy seemed like a Bond villain, that's because he was. 
the year later, 1983, he was the bad guy, the Afghan prince named Kamal Khan in Octopussy. Mm, okay. Yep. So that's why he seems super familiar, at least when I was watching. I'm like, even in my notes, I was like, the Bond villain. Because <laughs> I, I was like, he has to have been a Bond villain. Like, he has to. And, and yes, Show he, he was. was. Mm-hmm. And he was actually um, a pretty well-known French actor, too, mm, I guess. That's what the accent and, was. Yeah. Because I was, could not I tell. think he was in the movie Gigi as well. Okay. Uh, yeah, so with Hepburn. Um, so he was a pretty established actor, I believe. Um, Adrienne Barbeau, she was also in The Thing, Escape from New York, Creep Show, Judge Dredd. Um, she basically was like a sci-fi babe extraordinaire, yeah. you know. Ray Weiss, uh, human... Swamp Thing. (laughs) (laughs) Twin Peaks actor. He was in RoboCop as one of, like, Mm. the bad guys, like, henchmen. Um, Also, I believe he is uh, in Fresh Off the Boat, the television show. Oh, um, really? As the, like, Dennis neighbor. Hmm. Um, uh, I believe that's him. Um, So... Craven was unaware of Swamp Thing before he was ever approached to direct the adaptation. Um, He said that he actually had no access to comic books while growing up. He was like, they were forbidden by the church I was raised in. Um, He found the idea fascinating, though, and then he read through the series, and then he jumped in fully and was like, yeah, I'm going to write and direct a script then. Mm -hmm. Obviously, Stan Winston did not do the... (laughs) No. Creature feature effects. No, he did not. (laughs) (laughs) They filmed in the swamps of South Carolina, so they really did um, do location shooting. And it was beautiful. It was very beautiful, but they said it was very miserable. Um, It was a very hot summer, and it was super humid. And these people who live out in California, let's be honest, they are not used to, like, southern humidity. Yeah, <laughs> it is brutal. And then apparently there was also a black caterpillar plague. Oh, and my so God. there were, like, just giant clumps of them would drop down from the trees and <laughs> they would sting you. Yeah. Oh, that's, so like, they my were, worst nightmare. Yeah, they were just miserable out there. Um, and then about that costume... Um, he had, um, Mr. Dick Durock, he was the one who wore the costume. He had to take very frequent breaks, so that way he didn't get overheated. Um, the man who played the, <laughs> uh, the Arcane's character when he takes the formula, the, like, monster he turns into, that was a man named Ben Bates. He actually did, like, full out, like, faint, like, on set. He got way too overheated in that costume. <laughs> the he fell warthog. On out. The warthog thing, yeah. Atrocity. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and so they also tried to keep Ray Wise in, in costume as well throughout the film. So apparently they filmed it both ways because... I think they wanted Ray Wise to be still the actor for Swamp Thing, kind of, you know, to like keep them the same, yeah, Um, because they wanted him to emote Swamp Thing, and then they were gonna have, I guess, Dick Durock, you know, he was like the form of him. Okay. Um, But they just looked so clearly different that they couldn't really, I think, like probably. You know, the special effects and the way you cut things aren't, like, how they can do it nowadays. So, mm-hmm. I guess it just couldn't, like, intersplice how they wanted it to. And it would just be, like, obviously two different men. Right. So, um... Like, there, are there two swamp things? Yeah. So, he was <laughs> like, okay, well, um... They ended up just using none of the footage. And, uh, yeah, but there is apparently footage of both. Okay. You know, he did take it the whole time. That's the question answered. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yet, yeah, the costume was not very good. I mean, it looked like no, just it was a pants. mask. 
Well, and then it just, like, the actual, it wasn't, like, fitted. So it looked like just they were wearing a jump, like, like Mike yeah. Myers, like, a coverall yeah. with this stuff on it. Like, it was loose and not, like, like so the Swamp Thing, like, <laughs> turns into canvas material. Right. <laughs> and he's really still awkward walking through that swamp. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, so terrible. Here's another thing, too. Uh, young Reggie Batts is plays the local teen Jude, who I loved him. I, was like, in I this. think he, he I was, was like adorable. The MVP of the movie. Well, in my guess opinion. what? Okay, so I guess someone else kind of rags on this kid's performance, but Craven defends him, and he was like, "I thought he did a pretty good job," and acknowledges that by casting somebody local, we didn't have to abide by the. SAG rules for children, which are pretty stringent. So, um, I don't know if that's good or bad, to be honest. I was honest. like, what is that, that supposed to mean? I think it's just because he was a local. Like, he lived in South Carolina, the area they were filming. And I think they were like, oh, this kid would be good. But he just wasn't in the Actors Guild and stuff. And, I mean, he obviously wasn't a trained actor. So, that means that he just didn't have to go by the union rules. So, and I think with that, oh. you know, because they can only film them, like, so many hours at a time. You know, they're child actors. So you have to still give them, like, all these breaks and stuff like that. But, I mean, he wasn't, like, super in the movie either, like, super long. So, maybe, hopefully it's not, like, a weird situation where they, like, overwork the kid. But I, I didn't see anything that said anything like that. He just wasn't, yeah, like... In the Screen Actors Guild or whatever. Mm. Um, I thought he was a delight. Yeah, I thought he was great. Yeah, Yeah. I loved him. And um, I apparently, Barbo still stayed in touch with him, too, like, over the years (laughs) and stuff. And, like, I guess they got along pretty well. Who was Barbo's? Barbo, uh, the lady, the main actress. Oh, Oh, that's... Yeah. That is sweet. Yeah, the character Alice. um, Yeah, Cable. Yeah, Cable. Yeah, Cable. Like, I felt like she's, like, a (laughs) Marvel, like, (laughs) character. (laughs) So apparently she did have a full topless scene um, in the she, film. Oh, she did in the one I watched. Oh, okay, because the one I watched, it wasn't topless. Oh, okay, so listen to this. Yeah. It was free on Tubi. Oh, so they have the European and the it international. was rated PG. Yeah. And I was like. Because I think in, because in like Europe and stuff, topless doesn't. Matter. Matter. Like it does but over all here. it was was her bathing in the river. Yeah. And like you see this. like full boobs instead. Yeah. yeah. And Swamp saying like, ooh. Uh, yeah. Because in the one I saw, I rented it on Amazon. Yeah. So that must have been the, I don't remember what it was rated on that's there. so funny. But yeah, because there was basically, and that's why there's two running times. It's just that booby scene being cut out. <laughs> and and I mean, there was another booby scene. Um, was there another booby scene? And like a party. Did you have the party scene? Oh, no. I don't think so. Where everybody was like. Oh, at the rich guy's house? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Before, I guess I didn't notice. Before no. the guy turned into like the little monkey guy. No. Yeah. So the, okay. so the one I saw, the edited one. Yeah. Then. Yeah. Crazy. Um, yeah, because they said basically that it was one of those just gratuitous breastness scenes is what Craven was quoted as saying. Um, he's like, while the PG cut teases a b- brief profile, he was like, it's absolutely gratuitous in the in the other version. Um, apparently, when it first came on DVD through MGM, they released the European cut in the States. 
But once that was discovered, it was immediately recalled because part of her contract also was that it would not be released in the States at all, the scene with her breasts. Mm -hmm. And it would only be in the international version. And so they thought maybe she would just sign off on it, like, oops, this mistake happened. And she was like, nah. (laughs) (laughs) So apparently, though, that there there was a mix-up, though, at one time, too. So that might be why yours says PG. Right. But it's the other version. It might have maybe stemmed from that mistake. Yeah. Because it was gratuitous. I was like, oh. Yeah. I was like, you're bathing in swamp water? (laughs) Don't tell them. Like, that would make you clean. (laughs) And at the time, she was married to John Carpenter. Oh, wow. Yeah. I mean, she's got... Perfect boobs. They were perfect. Yes. Yeah. I mean, even just from the the rate, like the cut shot, you could tell they were probably perfect. Yeah. She had perfect body, yeah. yaddy, yaddy. Yeah. She's definitely, like I said, she's a total like sci-fi 80s babe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but that hair. Oh, yeah. She had I Sophia Petrillo hair. <laughs> <laughs> I know. This is... That was a Sophia perm. Oh, that, yeah. That 80s hair perm, man. <laughs> So apparently, though, um, Wes Craven did not work for nearly two years after this film's release. Um, he's quoted as saying, I kind of felt like I had my chance and kind of blown it and would probably never work again. But he was like, normally I feel like that almost every film, though, anyway. <laughs> At least he's humble. All right. And then just to give a little backstory on the comic book character that it was based on, um, apparently he's one of the, like, kind of more powerful characters in the DC universe. Mm. He has control over all plant life in the universe. He can transmit his consciousness to any plant, be it moss, tree, or even tobacco leaf. Ooh. Uh, allowing him to manipulate his shape and size he can rebuild his body wherever there is plant life, making him practically immortal. Um, I guess there's in one instance, Lex Luthor is plotting to kill Swamp Thing, and he casts his consciousness into deep space, regenerating on a distant planet, and has even been known to travel through time. Damn, Swamp Thing. <laughs> I know. Where did you go? I know. I was like, you really do make my heart He's sing. like the uh, <laughs> Superman of this planet. <laughs> So he's amazing, apparently, in comic book universe. Like, yeah. he's got nice. more than just some healing powers and yeah. stuff. I mean, even healing powers are impressive. Yeah. You take a little moss off your chest. <laughs> yeah. And then he's like a Namekian. He's like Dende and, and freaking Dragon Ball. <laughs> healing people. So, Roger Ebert gave this three stars. I was surprised. I thought he was not going to like it, to be honest. But he is quoted, Swamp Thing had already won my heart before its moment of greatness. But when that moment came, I knew I discovered another one of the movies that falls somewhere between buried treasures and guilty pleasures. Uh, But after the thugs fill him with machine gun bullets and hack off his left arm, Alice asks, does it hurt? And Swamp Thing replies, only when I laugh. That's the movie's moment of greatness. (laughs) See, I didn't even get that part. And then there was a part at the very, how he ends it is, there's beauty in this movie if you know where to look for it. <laughs> so he was, he was very taken with a Swamp Thing as well. So I got most of that, uh, well, obviously the review from RogerEber.com, um, comic book stuff was from CBR.com, and then also 23 Things We Learned from Wes Craven's Swamp Thing Commentary. 
uh, by Rob Hunter. Um, yeah, that's where I got all that. So with that, Jess is going to take it away with the you Googled some <laughs> On the verge of a breakthrough in his quest to wipe out world hunger, altruistic botanist Dr. Alec Holland is placed under the protection of special government agent Alice Cable. Mad outlaw scientist Anton Arcane wants to seal Holland's research for his own nefarious ends. But an unforeseen accident during the heist turns Holland into the Swamp Thing. An enormous plant-like creature that fights back against Arcane's henchmen to save Cable. last time you'd seen this one um you know i don't know if i have seen this one nice Rewatching it yeah if i have it i have no recollection okay um yeah i vaguely remember the movie to be honest it it 100 percent. i was into the tv show mm-hmm. so that was what i was like super into as a kid i don't recall if i had seen my because i remember it just being a little more action you know what i mean and the tv show was more of like oh you know Swamp Thing has to fight this person to say, mm-hmm. you know, that's the, it was like one of those kind of TV shows. Um, so yeah, this one was way more, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? There's a little more of the romance and like the yeah. drama, you yeah. know, of it all, kind of. Um, it's a little deeper. That I had no recollection of either. So yeah. Yeah, so with that, I guess apparently we don't have very many, uh, very many memories of the movie specifically. Um, again, I was a huge TV show. I was all about that life. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Big sloppy monster. Yeah. yeah, he was cool as fuck. <laughs> um, did you know that there was a TV show that came out in 2019? I, I saw that looking up I was like, stuff. it looks good. Yeah. I'm going to have to watch it. I'm going to look like into it. It was on it. Tubi. So I'm going to okay, check yeah. that out I'll, uh, I'll put up with commercials for uh, watching Swamp Thing. Yeah, Tubi's, their commercials aren't that bad. Yeah, so. Okay. Because that's how I watched it last night. It I think I've watched thing. one thing on Tubi before. Yeah. And yeah, it was, it was bearable. Yeah. I was fine with it. For it to be free. It's yeah, fine. exactly. Um, yeah, it has a, a text intro where you get a little, <laughs> little, little bit about Swamp Thing. And I love how they're like, it's Savage Dream. <laughs> <laughs> but that kind of made me feel like Swamp Thing was already a thing. Yeah, it did. It almost I was like, oh, I didn't realize already... it was an origin story. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it almost implies that he was already existing within right. the swamp. So when they start out and there's all these like, there's like a chopper. It's like very Predator almost, so, you know, yeah. kind of intro with um, these like, I don't know, what would you call them? Are they like mercenaries? I or, guess, yeah. I guess they work for this arcane guy. Um, it, but it starts in a picturesque swamp and you get these mercenaries. You don't know that he, they're working for this guy quite yet. Um, but you do know that there's some kind of like hush-hush military operation. Mm-hmm. Um, and that Cable, the character of Cable um, by uh, Barbo, um, is, is going there on assignment. Basically, mm-hmm. they mentioned Washington and, you know, like they really get that. They put that in there yeah, for you. Yeah. <laughs> and what I think is funny, though, they spent 
obviously some money on this movie based on all the explosions and the helicopters and mm-hmm. you couldn't smell a little more on Swamp Thing. Just a little bit more on Swamp Thing. You're capable of a little bit more. <laughs> I swear I think Wes Craven does get a little shit. I like for that. Yeah. Uh, we'll give Priorities. him a little shit just for a tiny bit. Cause yeah, I feel like I, w- even the TV show, I feel like did better with his costume. Yeah. And that's because I was like, Oh, I was like taken <laughs> aback when they first How had him. Re- yeah. Reveal him. <laughs> I was a little disappointed. I'm like, well, that's not a big sloppy monster. <laughs> well, I mean, I guess he's sloppy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so, yeah, she's introduced to um, Dr. Alec Hall- Holland, and they kind of leave it ambiguous a little bit that, because there's also a female Dr. Holland, and so she just assumes that it's a husband and wife. Mm-hmm. Um, but then he's being very flirtatious. Flirtatious and forward almost about it. I mean, I literally have a quotation of there was pump and flow was literally used. In part of the dialogue. I'm not even joking. And she's like, save it for your wife. Like, yeah. yeah. What you, did she say? She said malarkey. Save this malarkey for your wife. <laughs> um, but you do find out that it's his sister, not his wife. That's Either way, scientist. though. I mean, I guess then she was kind of like, oh, well, I guess that was okay. Well, yeah. And Either then way, it, I'm like, oh. You're alone in the woods with this guy that you don't know. That's, exactly. That would have been a little well, scary. and it's kind of like that's also who you're supposed to be protecting. Apparently, that's why you're there because he's working on this formula mm-hmm. um, that evidently he explains is combining plant and animal DNA. Yes. Um, I lended Doctor Morosha. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly what I got the vibes of as well. Yeah. Especially at the end and they started morphing into yeah. mutants. Like I got Animorphs vibes. Right. I got Island of Dr. Monroe going on. Um, or Moreau, not yeah, Monroe, Moreau. right? Yeah. Moreau. The science though is bonkers. And then also, as like even the summary says, and even like he's mentioning about how it can like it's going to solve world hunger. And I'm like, how is, how is, th- I still don't understand how that's going to solve world hunger. Because the plants can withstand anything. I, that's true. And you're like, wouldn't the plants take over the world? But then how, if they can withstand anything, then can they withstand being eaten? <laughs> Will you turn into a mutant after you eat the plants? Yeah, like grow? these are all valid questions. Yeah. Um, that they do not touch base on at all. Um, I do see why when I was younger, I enjoyed this because it is very sci-fi, but it's not in the sense of how it was delivered. And I mean, Wes Craven, I guess, isn't really a sci-fi, you know, that's not really what he's known for. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that's why I'm like, I really would like to see a modern maybe reiteration where there's like more, more science like involved and and put forward um, in the storyline. Because uh, what we're about to get now, after you've got this kind of explanation, we know why they're there, um, and we know that there's a group coming that's wanting to steal this formula. You know, mm-hmm. like classic kind of almost, yeah, like espionage kind of Good guy, uh, premise. Guy. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then the rest of this movie, though, is just going to be continuously like a, a chase, a hunting Cat in a swamp. Mouse. Yeah. And like you said, a little more action uh, in that just 
Ba-da-da-da-da, like a lot of machine gun, yeah. uh, a little bit with a lot that. Of explosions, a lot of. Uh... <laughs> and a lot of Barbeau, like just running like through swamps. Yeah. Which it's a beautiful, the location. The location is. was beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, I would have taken off that Hawaiian shirt she was wearing immediately. I know. I I'm like, with the you are sticking out. You're wearing like a dark green tank top underneath and khakis. I feel like that would blend in a little exactly. bit better than a red they... Hawaiian shirt. And that's one thing, that's going to be my beef with this movie. And apparently, I guess also in the commentary, Wes Craven is saying later that, like, his daughter said something like, oh, you always had her falling, or this or that. They're like, girls don't do that, dad. Like, she was, like, straight up, like, yeah. kind of like, fuck you, dad. Making girls look and stupid. And he was quoted saying that always stuck with him. So I guess he kind of, like, thought about applying that to his movies later. I'm like, yeah, but not really. I mean, you had Drew Barrymore fall. <laughs> yeah. But um, I do feel like she is supposed to be like an agent. And she seems to be the most inept agent. Yes. Like in the beginning, they show her being uh, able to kind of take care of herself pretty well. Like right. in her first intro, and you're like, oh, cool. Like, she's, like oh, she's badass. Yeah, she's badass. And like, you got she, a Ripley, you know. And what but, ruined it is when she called in and they said whatever the agent above her was. Yeah. And, and then, she was like, oh, he told you he'd been dead for weeks. She knew he had been compromised. Yes. She's even saying it, going like, I think he's been... And then when he answers the phone, she's like, oh, well. Oh, hey. Yeah, of course. I got the journal. Duh. And then I was like, is she setting a trap? Is that what's going on? No. no. Yeah, she's just that stupid. She walked herself into the trap. Yeah, so that was a total... I was like, and then the character was ruined for me at I, that point. I agree. Total letdown. She yeah. was like the character... She played the character well, but I did not like how they what made they, her yeah. so inept. And like, it just, oh, Swamp Thing has to come every single time. Like that, it got a little old. Like this movie is at the perfect 90, you know, something minute mark. And it felt too long. And it did the first hour almost kind of dragged mm-hmm. because they're just showing her falling down, her not doing very well. And then like Ferret, <laughs> the guy who played Ferret, the mercenary, you know, like constantly just like a step ahead and then just walks right behind him. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Always. Like, yeah, always. So it, it, yeah, the first hour is a little disappointing in that respect. Because um, you do get Swamp Thing, and he does seem badass, but then you don't really get too many instances with him, except it's mostly when... just him walking by going, ah. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, cry screaming in the swamp. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then, like I said, she, she's been doing pretty, like, well, at least maybe, like, oh, I got away. But, again, they come up right behind her, and then, oh, Swamp Thing just shows up right behind them. Like, every... Yeah. It was very, like, formulaic in that mm-hmm. sense. So... Yeah, little uh, little disappointing. We uh, kind of got ahead of ourselves because we didn't get to how he turns into Swamp Thing. Yeah. We, <laughs> in between all that, um, again, when they're all together in the lab, they, they get attacked. Um, they had kind of did a setup to show you that the barrier had been compromised. Again, all of these people were really terrible at their jobs yes. is what it like, seemed Oh, like. well... Spencer yeah. was obviously cut, but oh well. Or oh, and we didn't get to finish it, so oh well. They haven't gone back to like none of y'all are taking. Your well, job it's because seriously. the guy wasn't the guy first off. Well, yeah, and that's so. what it is. They mission impossible you. Yeah, and I was like, whoa, they were doing that back then. Yeah, that's crazy. Because that was eighty, what eighty two. Yeah, yeah. Props. Total, yeah, face mask. Because that's how you found out. Oh, it was a bad guy. It was Arcane, who's pretending mm. to be her Renner. 
Colin, yeah, Renner, I think, is the Colin agent. And so, yeah, so we've known this, and that is the, even the bigger problem, is they've kind of, they've shown the audience for sure that mm-hmm. he is not, like, a good guy. He's really the bad guy. Um, she, didn't she see it, too? Yes. That's what I'm saying. She was even there. Like, she saw, saw And he it. said, he's been dead for weeks. <laughs> okay, yeah, so that was really... She said, or whatever, like, you know. Yeah. He's been dead for weeks. Dumbass. Yeah, so that was real, real stupid yeah. on her. That made me, I was like, okay, well. <laughs> so then at that point, that's when you two almost feel like, okay, well, did everyone who also made this movie check out a little bit? Because that's what it felt like. And then the rest of the movie was her putting Jude in danger. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Every time. Like, she basically got him killed. Mm-hmm. Like, she could have went to that place by herself. Exactly. Left him at his little... Because at one point when she finally thinks she's got away, she's uh, ended up at this, like, little gas station. Mm. And uh, there's a young boy there, and his name's Jude. And he's, like, the attendant and everything. And he ends up helping her. Um, and, yeah, and basically gets murked at one point when he's taking her back because she has to go get the, the rest of the journals. Um, there was, of course, one left that mm-hmm. had the final information about the journal, and then, uh, they were able to hide it, and the bad guy only has one through six, and he needs number seven. To finish the formula. Exactly. And they, of course, don't want any witnesses left. And we it, so still again, forgot to say how he turned into Swamp Thing. Oh my god, we're still going. <laughs> well, because like I said, they attacked him. And they've already established that the formula not only does what it does, but it's also like nitro and is it super volatile. explosive and volatile. And boom, boom, causes an accident. But you and get to drink it and it doesn't explode you from the inside out. That's what none of, yeah, again, <laughs> none of it made sense or but added you do up. This, it explodes. If you throw it, it's, it explodes. But if you slosh it around the glass, it doesn't. Totally fine. Yeah. So, yeah. Or maybe did he stabilize it? They didn't say that. Again, yeah, they they but, don't they don't tell you anything like so that. So the bad guys come upon them, start you know, the sister basically sacrifices herself to try to save the journal. She fails, she gets shot. He takes off with the goo, the volatile goo <laughs> and like like it catches him on fire. And that I thought was badass. Oh. on fire and running all the way out to the swamp. Yeah, and there was this stuntman that did that. Apparently, like, he was, like, a go-to guy for that, too. He had tons of practice. Um, he said he would do it a lot. And then right beside his pool. Like, that was how he practiced, which is catching himself on oh fire. And, like, yeah, isn't no that crazy? Way. Yeah. Nope, no way. So that was legit. Yeah, like, those practical effects yeah, were amazing. Real, at least. Yeah. So um, that I thought was really cool. Yeah. And I loved how it was just started exploding underwater. I thought yeah. that was cool. So that's what I'm saying. Like, they had, like, they introed it off like that, and then it just turns into, like, this wild goose chase, kind of, of constantly, well, we gotta chase her because we want her killed, and she knows where the notebook is, but then they mm-hmm. realize Swamp Thing also is attached to this girl, and again, this is how dumb she is, because she doesn't even get that it's Dr. Alec Holland until an hour into the movie. Even when she sees him, like, trying to use the beakers... Yeah, and then, like, looking at where his sister died. Like, the little thing he set up with, like, a locket with her. Which I thought that was kind of sweet, that that mercenary put the locket there, so they didn't go off and, like, sell it or whatever. Oh, yeah, Bruno was the one who did that, the mercenary. Um, 
I was like, oh, that was nice. Yeah, so there were supposed to be, like, moments of, like, heart in this film. <laughs> and even the conversations that... Um, happen between the two main characters at different points when he's even talking about the swamp and um oh does it hurt only when i laugh you know like it had this kind of dialogue that he added in there that was serious but then yeah the rest of it was so (laughs) i was like but why why only when i laugh what is that supposed to mean it's so campy is what it is is it like a joke or something i guess so like you know it's supposed to be him being so deep like oh only when I laugh does it hurt inside. <laughs> when his... Oh my God, here's a funny... This is funny too, because when I was watching it last night, um, it was right in the part where the the bad guy starts turning, you know, after he takes the potion, he starts yes. turning. The Dave, potion. I <laughs> the potion. Dave walks in and uh, all it is is like just him with like the red on his eyes and immediately Dave's like, Swamp Thing? And I was like, how in the fuck did you know from already? He was like, I used to love Swamp Thing. He's yeah. like, I watched it all the time. That's amazing. <laughs> oh, so funny. Swamp Thing. He's like, Swamp Thing. And I was like, <laughs> all the people around you love Swamp Thing, Jess. <laughs> he was like, who picked up, who recommended Swamp Thing? I was like, Stephanie. <laughs> what did he say? Uh, he was just like, oh, that's awesome. He's like, I love Swamp Thing. Oh, and then he was so like, I don't remember it being that terrible. Yeah. <laughs> Me either. Uh, yeah, that's so funny. Um, oh, that's what I was going to say. When he was, like, reaching for the light. <laughs> Reach for the light. And then his arms started growing back. And it was that little, like, tiny little plant thing. I got very Adventure Time vibes <laughs> when so funny. Finn loses his arm. Because that's the thing. Finally, after all this, like I said, we're doing wild goose chases mm-hmm. around the swamp, essentially. Um, at one point, Swamp Thing gets his arm cut off um, and they do all get captured um, at last, basically. <laughs> you have the big, this is getting towards the climax now. Because she finally fucking realizes who Swamp Thing is. Yeah, took you long enough. Took her long enough. Um, we've established that he can heal, I believe, by that point, because he did save Jude, at least. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think he's already healed her a little bit at one point. Um. Or is that afterwards? She knows who he is when he heals her. Okay, so. yeah. Um, yeah, so they get captured, finally. Arcane gets the formula, he is ready to go. So he has them locked in a dungeon, and yeah, there's just a little bit of sunlight. She's like, reach for it. Reach for it if it'll help you. It rejuvenates you. <laughs> and yeah, they're having a big fancy party, and he's celebrating with all these people. And it's like an orgy, apparently, because like the version that you didn't see, there was mm-hmm. naked people. Like there was a girl just like topless dancing. Yep. They were getting it on like Donkey Kong. Yeah. And, and I was like, and then there was people at a dinner table. I was like, well, that's weird. Yeah, and then they're doing their whole fancy dinner and a toast. And basically, everyone's supporting this kind of villainous dude where he wants to hold the world hostage and be like, submit or starve or whatever. Bow or starve yeah. is what a secretary tells him. Um, he has this little speech about how they've done it. Um, he has Barbo like, roped, like, tied up at the dinner table in a yeah. fancy cocktail dress. Yes. And then he does a whole moment of honor for Bruno because Ferret ends up getting murked at one point. 
Um, Bruno's, yeah, the last of basically the mercenary guys. Which that death, he literally just squished him. Yeah, he squished him. He squished him. He just like crushed him with his hands, with a swamp thing hands. Swamp thing, my these things. (laughs) She's like, you can still be a scientist with these things. I know. Come on. Yeah, not when your hands are covered in. Rubber gloves. Rubber kitchen gloves. Yeah, like you about to wash dishes something. <laughs> <sighs> so that's when we realize that, yeah, Bruno is pretty much one of the last of his little mercenary men. And he does this big toast for him. And then it turns out that he basically just secretly drugs Bruno with the formula to find yeah. out what's going to happen. And Bruno ends up shrinking and turning into almost like a little rat man. Yeah. And you're like, whoa, what almost the fuck? Almost kind of like a monkey, too, I got. Uh, yeah, vibes. like a weird combo. Yeah. and Very, yeah, Island of Dr. Moreau for sure vibes going on. Yeah. And that's when Arcane's like, what the fuck? And he goes down to where he has Swamp Thing imprisoned. And he's like, what's the fucking secret? Like, why did you turn super strong and, like, super badass? And super handsome. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> I want in on that. What did you do differently? And then this is where Swamp Thing reveals that the formula doesn't just turn you into something good. It turns you into what basically your essence yes. is. And apparently, Dr. Holland's essence is a warthog with eyes that cannot close. No, that's not Dr. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) Dr. Holland's essence is Swamp Thing. Yes. He is a... Swampy man. Tree trunk of a man. (laughs) But also retains his, his mind and his genius and his love of the swamp. Yes. And has all these, apparently his essence can heal and do all this other because shit. Because the swamp is supposed to be like where life is like That's true teaming. Yeah. And, uh, but yeah, but then Arcane, so Arcane's like, oh, and since Bruno was just a sniveling tiny man who had no, you know, no genius and no self-esteem like he does. Stupid timidi- t- his stupidity and timidity. So, so this man really thinks like, oh, okay, well then I just have to take it myself because then my genius will come out. Exactly. Because that is be the amazing. essence of who I am. I'm going to be a monument. Yes. And so he does it. And I like though how Bruno's transformation was, was, instant. was very instantaneous and almost like horrific. And he was like bubbling kind of. And then this motherfucker takes it and he's just like, hmm, hmm, just sitting in his little chair, like all over like crusty. A, a white hand. Yeah. <laughs> and it took like a long time yeah. in comparison. So, yeah, this movie just wasn't consistent. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that was a big issue. And it was super campy. And he, yeah, he turns into like a weird warthog. That mask was laughable. It was. Um, I was like, really? I felt like this was like, like should at least cut the eyes out. I know it felt like a like an original series, like Star Trek, like yes, level exactly. of like monsters. Exactly. And it just it, was, it didn't pass the vibe check. No, it did not. <laughs> and I was like, and why did he turn into like this? Paper mache thing he had a like he like cocooned out of yeah it it was like I said nothing was consistent but I maybe though it's just because they can get away with it because they're like oh the formula affects everything and everyone I was like is it because he was a little piggy inside is that what it was (laughs) so he turned into like a horn on (laughs) he's like a greedy monster man 
I was like, yeah, because Warthog Monster, that's all I had in my notes, too, to, like, <laughs> establish him. And I did write before I knew your note. I said, uh, titties really necessary? Oh, yeah, because... During that scene. Oh, because she does. She gets stabbed then. But she's already figured out it's Alec Holl- Holland before she gets stabbed, at least. But he does... Yeah. That is when he heals her, because um, mm-hmm. she, she gets stabbed, yeah. basically gets murked by the warthog guy. Yeah. Um, but he gives her some life moss. Because... <laughs> A swamp thing was like looking down at his feet or something. Like yeah, like what the fuck did he do? He right next to you, bro. And well, because he can't see anything, because he can't turn his head in that mask. (laughs) (laughs) But he eventually does uh, take out Warthog Monster. It it was funny to me when after when they gave Bruno the potion, um, and like you said, his face was bubbling. It was like Mm -hmm. he was like melting. It was. It was very Wizard of the Oz vibes. (laughs) What a world. Which, again, is a rather old movie, and uh, I feel like, I just feel like they didn't even try on some of that kind of stuff, yeah. which is unusual for this type of film. Like, to that's usually the, where you want to go the, you know, the little extra. Right. Well, especially to have, like, they had explosions of that caliber. They had, like, the running man on fire. And that that the is where they spent all the money yeah, was on apparently. that kind of more of the action, I guess, practical effects than the, the makeup effects is what it feels like. Yeah. But, I mean, that was what the movie was about. Yeah, I mean, I agree with you. I feel like they should have really went hard, really hard on the costume. Yeah, especially on the monsters. Like, no wonder it was hot as fuck. Maybe if you, like, developed a better costume design, it just would have been better all around for everybody. Yeah. So, yeah, that was Swamp Thing. Obviously, we were a little disappointed in it. Yeah. And I did, I thought it would be just a little more suspenseful, too, I guess. Because, I mean, they are supposed to be being kind of chased and... You know, that kind of thing. And there should be more. Because I remember on the television show, you would always get kind of like that, like, it was like a shot where it's like, oh, it's supposed to be from his perspective or something, oh, you know? Okay. And like, ooh, like things are like. And I guess I thought that's what the movie was going to entail, you know, was like kind of that essence of, uh, yeah, again, there was some kind of suspense or or even a thrill of like, oh, Swamp Thing's watching them, you know? Like. <laughs> Or like I said, even beginning, it kind of had like these Predator vibes, which we know Predator did the same kind of thing, you know. Yeah, and Predator that, Vision. Yeah, and it was, and you were able to capture that still suspense and everything a little bit in that. So yeah, I felt like this one could have, could have, should have, would have, I guess. And I kind of see why Wes Craven retreated for two years. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, because he's like, oh, man, yeah. I spent all my money on the wrong things. Yeah, I, I feel like uh, he didn't prioritize what he needed to in this in this film. Mm. And again, her character was disappointing and just very much so a damsel in distress. Yeah. Like, like, she started off so strong mm-hmm. for her to end up so weak. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know if I'll watch this one again. I, like I said, I, I'm going to go and look for the TV show. Definitely the one that I used to watch. That was like I'm, the 80s or 90s I think I'm well. going to go find the, and the new one. The definitely. new TV show. And check that out, that too. Yeah. I think that'll be my spooky season creature Ooh, feature. Ooh, be exciting. And something I haven't seen. Mm-hmm. Pumpkinhead definitely was the winner of the creature feature. Yes. And I also think in a fight, probably would also win against Swamp Thing, maybe. Mm, yeah, because I think he could use his little claws to, like, cut his little head off. Maybe. Or, like, shred him to pieces. Maybe. I don't know, but if Swamp Thing could constantly regrow and plant life. Yeah. 
It depends but, on if it was movie swamp thing or comic book swamp thing. Yeah, that's true. That's it true. It was comic book. Well, I don't know. He is a demon. Yeah. A vengeance. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, I guess that's the versus movie that no one asked for, but that we want. <laughs> yeah. Pumpkinhead versus Swamp Thing. Because is Pumpkinhead technically... Well, no. He's just buried in a pumpkin patch. Yes. But I guess Swamp Thing could get an advantage immediately. Choke him out while he's still he buried. He could just put his own consciousness into Pumpkinhead. Oh. <laughs> now that sounds like a fan fiction to yeah, be written, right. ma'am. <laughs> And you're like, and eh, a pumpkin head now. <laughs> oh, that sounds amazing. <laughs> so yeah, that's ends out our 80s creature features. Halloween is, I believe, still about a week away. So we hope everyone has an amazing Halloween. Mm-hmm. We hope you get all Happy the trick or treaters. If you got kids, we hope their trick or treating goes well. Many, many candies to you yes many candies i hope you get full-size candy bars and all your favorite kinds Ooh, and no juji fruits and no tootsie rolls (laughs) oh tootsie rolls aren't that bad i hate them oh but no no juji i like tootsie that's the worst one pops Mm, interesting i like pops but i don't like tootsie rolls i like tootsie rolls okay let me see that Tootsie Roll. Mm. <laughs> nah, you don't want to see that. <laughs> I hope you get all the Reese's. That's my favorite. Next time you see us, it'll be November, and we'll be kicking off Friendsgiving. Yes, we will. Uh, with a little Thelma and Louise. So, uh, time to hit the dusty trail. Until next time. Later, taters. Later, taters.